Hi, welcome to uh, season nine. We're talking about the art and science of marketing. And it's just, it's interesting. There's so much to talk about here. Um, so um, I'm Mary Abazia, and with me is Tom Spitali and Sean Wellen. And um, we're looking forward to delving into this one. Tom, what are we talking about today? Well, today we're going to talk about differentiation and whether um, the act of differentiating your products and services requires art, science, some combination of, of, of both. Um, I think when people think about differentiation and making themselves unique in the marketplace, they tend to think that, you know, it's kind of artistic. It's just that certain something that a particular uh, brand or product has that sets it apart in the marketplace. Sure, there's features, there's functions, um, you know, uh, capabilities that certain products have that other products don't have or a certain price. But I do think that people uh, think that combination, that calculus that goes on in people's brains is not necessarily measurable or scientific. And I guess, you know, we would beg to differ. So um, that's kind of the topic for the week. And, um, you know, I guess the way to kick this one off is to say to Sean, Differentiation, art or science? <laughs> well, based on your intro, I'd be foolish to say it was art, but I think it's an important. <laughs> it, it is an important part of it because there's there's uh, um, a lot of uh, of difference, particularly products that are that are by any other measure quite similar, whether it's a breakfast cereal or a washing powder, consumer goods, or even smartphones. There is um, a very big psychological element to difference in some markets and that clearly requires an, an understanding of how people think and process and and that has a lot of creative and uh, and and subjective elements to it but i guess the point is and I, I lean more towards the the science side because you can measure that stuff and for most businesses particularly the ones that we tend to work with we don't tend to work with businesses that have billion dollar advertising budgets and celebrity endorsements and all the stuff that that goes with some of the products that you might think of with with a with a strong brand and any, anything any element whether it's trust or they just like you or they see you as as reliable or any other characteristic you can both measure that and develop programs to influence that and measure the results of that. So the, the idea of having some hard measures around even the softest of, of criteria really points it to being a, a somewhat scientific element. So I, I would lean towards the science, but not forgetting that what you're measuring is often art. You know, that's not, they're not mutually exclusive. Yeah. Um, my favorite quote was one of the engineers I was working with one time walked up to me and he goes, you know, I can pretty much create almost anything. He said, but I had no idea what I was needing to do it for. And he says, using a discipline or a process to, to ground or at least give me um, some idea what my endpoints should and maybe even more important shouldn't be, um, allowed me to come up with even better things than what I was doing before. So, you know, it's just that that kind of puts that in perspective for me because they are, you know, uh, engineers are trained to have a process. And if you use a process around differentiation, you know, you could create anything, but boy, it's nice when you create the right things that fit the needs of the people and fit the strategy that you're trying to develop. So that's I think it's, I think it's 
uh, a lot of art that leads to science when you're talking about differentiation. What I mean by that is that to, to, to get people to elicit, customers to elicit what they really want and value uh, in a product or service becomes artistic. I mean, at first you start talking about features and functions and that's pretty easy to talk about and quantify and get people to, to say and to write those things down. The artistic part of it that comes in then is, you know, starting to get to people's true motivations. You know, we've got, we've got a, you know, a, a tool or technology for that too, though, the benefits ladder, yes. Why is that important? You know, the artistic application of that is you just got to keep asking that in a certain way till people get to what they really feel, the real motivators behind a product or service. And so that's a little bit artistic to get there. But once you get there, people seem to be able to tell you what products or service on a quantitative scale deliver those motivational factors. You know, we call that tool our ability to compete or our differentiation index. But you get to a point where um, you, it, once you have elicited people's benefits sought, their values, their motivators, you can get them to rate them. You can get them to rate the competitive set, their competitive options, and you can apply quantitative criteria around that so that objectively you can look at, you know, how well are we really doing from a numerical standpoint? And then from there, you can begin to say, all right, if I make certain moves, I can start to model how I can increase this space of uh, um, this, this quantitative gap between myself and, and, and the competitors. And in essence, what you're doing is you're creating unique, you know, differential advantage. So I think it, it's art to science. I guess it's also important to, to contextualize this, isn't it? Because we, we, we spoke on a, a recent podcast, maybe the previous one, about the uh, segmentation. Um, we had this whole art science. And really, it's, it's, they're very much connected because the way you segment is often on the different values that certain customers apply to certain characteristics of your offer. So you would have segments you already have. If you're following the process in a sort of linear fashion, you, you may have a, a list of the criteria and their relative importance to different segments. And then measuring your performance against those criteria versus your direct or most frequently encountered competition is how you, you pull that segmentation all the way through to this differentiation. Because with that baseline of knowledge, you can then say, what do we need to improve? What can we maybe add to our offer to, to further enhance? And, and it's important that the, the, the a reminder, I guess, that all these, all these tools and methodologies connect. And that's what gives them the strength. Standalone, they're powerful. Connected, they're super powerful. They can really be game changers when you follow this process all, all the way through. And that art science thing is a continual theme as we go through this. It's like, what are we thinking? How do we measure it? And those two things never really go away. Yeah, I think that part of the art is is exactly what you're saying, Sean, is, is what you're actually doing and how you're doing it. And the other part of it is who, you know, um, I some of the best sessions are when you have some very different thinkers. And I think that's creative when you get somebody that you, you know, sometimes people go, well, what did they just say? But they're the ones that are getting you like your brain firing in different ways to look at the problem differently and come up with different solutions than what you normally would do. Because that's that's the goal of this is, is to somehow step outside of what you typically do or what your competitors typically do. And um, that's one of the ways I think that it unlocks it is having different people that think different. 
Yeah. Well, I think our tool, the ability to compete differentiation index makes marketing accessible, Mary, to everyone and allows everybody to contribute in that way. I think a lot of times um, people think that outside of marketing think that it's not really accessible, that it's kind of like this black box, but we understand that the ability to compete this measuring of differentiation is kind of the fulcrum, sort of what Sean was saying, is the fulcrum of everything, you know, the art and science, everything come together in one, in one place. And when people outside of marketing begin to understand that differentiation itself can be measured and that really, that is the essence of, of marketing, trying to differentiate your, your products in the marketplace, I think they have a new confidence that they can contribute to the discussion. I think that also um, executives, when they realize that there is this quantitative look at differentiation, a way to measure it, I think they feel that maybe there's a little bit better way to manage marketing, to understand the effectiveness of marketing. And that's why this, this, um, this tool, this ability to compete tool can be so changing and transforming for a company if they just realize and learn to trust it. Um, but, you know, I think yeah. that's the thing. People tend to say, I don't, can I really try? They come, they, in a workshop environment, they'll complete one of these analyses, you know, and they say, can I really trust this? And that's, that's where, you know, the, the, the work of, of validation begins to happen and needs to happen. Right. I want to add to what you're saying, too. I agree with you. Some of that validation even starts to happen in the room when you start saying, um, you know, what is your market shares and how does that, you know, do, is there actually a correlation between the scores that you're seeing and the market share? And if it isn't, things that are happening in the market that will shift it in that direction. Um, so I, I do think that you can, you know, start to at least feel like it's the right direction in the workshop, always doing validation. Um, but also when you get that picture, you can simulate. I mean, I love the fact that you can go in and say, what if I do this? And it starts to show you quantitatively what impact that would have. You know, if I do these three programs um, and they lift our score by this or they change the competitor score, even change the weights, um, you know, what's that going to do? And it allows you very easily to, to play scenarios out, which a marketer should be doing or whoever's playing the marketing role should be doing is, you know, what if I do this? What if I do that? And you can measure those impacts. So I like that part of it too. I think that's really important as part of, you know, we talk about art and science. Let's not fall into the trap of thinking that science is all ultra measurable and predictable and, and accurate and, and art is, is very floaty and, and, um, and, and a sort of more ambivalent view of the world. When in reality that, when you get into these experiments, which is what a lot of validation is, you can validate within, within your, the internal group and say, what do we think about this? You can even ask customers, and, and you should, and get customer feedback. But the proof is always delivered when whatever change you make in terms of your offer, the differentiation that, you're, that you've created, how that plays out. And that's also somewhat creative to decide how to design those experiments, how to to validate uh, your hypothesis, because that's all you've got at this point, a very well-informed, a very structured and a very thought through a hypothesis, but nevertheless, it requires testing, which is, I guess, the ultimate scientific endeavor, right? The, the idea of turning ideas into some sort of um, stronger concept through evidence and through adapting as you, as you go forward. So that the scientific 
thread goes all the way through um, in partnership with artistic thread as you de design these experiments. I think that's that's an important aspect too. Well, nothing, I think there's nothing more scientific than creating a hypothesis, right? I mean, that's a part, that is the scientific process is you create this hypothesis. And, and so what people, you know, do in our workshops is they create that hypothesis. And like I said earlier, they, they sometimes doubt it, right? But the fact of the matter is that we all participate in research that models that ability to compete. We all participate in research where people ask us, What's important to us? You know, what are we seeking when we're trying to buy these kind of products? And we all participate in research when we're asked which, you know, alternatives, which competitors deliver on, on these things to you. So every piece of, of that, um, you know, that ability to compete, that differentiation index, that quantitative measure of how unique you are in the marketplace, every piece of it is, is measurable and is done every day. And I think when people start to recognize that they start to see the power of it and why we are so um, enthusiastic about it. I mean, I think it's, to me, it's the most powerful tool in our toolkit. I don't, I, I think you guys probably agree or at least it's in your top three. <laughs> yeah, I, I think there's one other thing I wanted to add about the artistic side and that was that the, the the artistry comes also in communicating. You know, you can go through the scientific, the measurements, the the uh, the predictability, and you can come up with a way to differentiate. And we should remind ourselves that differentiating isn't always, in, indeed, not often, changing the the inherent qualities of the product or service. It's often just changing how you communicate, which parts of it you want to accentuate, which parts you want to you think will resonate most with the target audience. And executing that brings you back into the artistic world. How do we best communicate this element of our product or service that is different? And we now want to put that front of mind and that becomes an artistic challenge. So again, it's, 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 uh, it's a, a thread that weaves together between the two. Always. I love it, Sean. And, and, I, and I think the difference is, is it, it's the difference between, let's say you're using an agency to help you communicate, all right, to come up with messages. It's the difference between saying to the agency, come up with something creative, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and saying- That's the usual up, brief that they get, yeah, isn't it? Come up with something creative that accentuates our, our leadership or our uniqueness in this area. And, and that makes all the difference in the world because then, you know, you, you're talking the difference between creativity for creativity's sake and, and, and possibly something that's cool but never goes anywhere and a very powerful, impactful message. I got one, one other thought then. In terms, I feel like I'm advocating for the artistic side here, despite my earlier answer from coming down on the side of science. But I think they're both equally important. And the other way that, that, that when it comes to differentiating and and art taking the four is often when you've got an idea you've got a vision and it's difficult to ask people if they would like your vision your your new idea if they've not experienced it before sometimes it's a really bold move to say i'm going to create a whole new offer because i think people will really like this but it's hard to ask them to evaluate whether they would like something they haven't actually seen and sometimes having the ability to conceptualize what could be different 
you can only figure that out by going back to the science and testing it and experimenting with it. But sometimes you don't get the direct feedback because you can't say, would you like this if they can't touch it, feel it, visualize if it's not tangible yet. So I think when you're doing product development, um, hunches and gut feels are often worth backing or at least exploring and don't always rely on what have our customers told us. Sometimes your knowledge of your customer will help you figure out what you might be able to do that would be a positive differentiator. They might not even be asking for yet. So always, always don't discount, discount the, uh, the artistic gut feel over and above the analysis. There's always a place for that. Yeah, no, I, that kind of brings me back to my my bases days when we did do a lot of testing, you know, we did forecasting for new products and services. And I mean, it was even before a lot of things like even the internet were invented or discovered, you know, where you'd simulate things the best you could. And it's called information acceleration. And you give people as much information about the product and their options as they would when they would actually make that decision to try or buy um, and so, you know, you're right. You you can use scientific methods to evaluate things before you develop them all the way. But you do have to be good at providing the, you know, enough information that people can understand. As you're saying, it may be a picture or you have to hear the sound quality going over something to for people to get as close as possible without you investing all your money in developing it until you know that that's the right thing for you to do. But you can. Um, and way, I think several episodes ago, one of my favorite analogies of this discussion is the Oreo cookie. You know, if you just had the cookie part, which I think is more the science, the hard facts, um, it would be okay, but it wouldn't be very interesting. And if you just have the middle of the Oreo, the cream, you get kind of sick of it, you know, pretty soon. So I think you need both of them to make that optimal flavor and you can change the color of the shell and the, you know, the type of cream on the inside, of course. But in the end, I think, you know, it's like a good Oreo cookie. You have to have a combination of both to be able to make your plan really work. So I so. <laughs> that's kind of ambivalent, Tom, but that's, that's where I'm landing on this, on this uh, differentiation. Any last thoughts? I think that's the perfect answer. Is differentiation art or science? Oreo cookies. I think that just sums it up. Yeah. <laughs> and milk. <laughs> I think I would say that it is certainly art, art and science differentiation is, but I do think that that my bottom line is it's more scientific than you think. Um, you can measure differentiation. It's it's in and and by having a tool to measure differentiation, marketing uh, becomes easier to manage. It becomes accessible for people outside of marketing to contribute. It becomes less of a black box and more of something that, that can, can be, um, you know, that, that can be measured in a way to see if what you're doing is moving your, your, your uniqueness in the right direction. And that's the most important thing in business, I think, is to have, to deliver unique value to the marketplace. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, uh, we hope that you've enjoyed this discussion and, um, and you have an opinion. We'd love to hear your opinion of what you think it is, art, science, or something in between that. Um, and any of our podcasts are available uh, where on the Excel Marketer site and where you get your podcasts. So thank you very much. Thank you.